drink till we're married. Cheers. Real conversation. No, because when I get to that point where I'm done, I'm done. Goodbye. And you got blasted on Facebook for being broke. I would have blasted you too. (laughs) (laughs) You missed it. Here go the passcode to my savings account. The one that ain't got but like $200. (laughs) Hey guys, we're back for another episode of Drink Till We're Married. Geek Goddess is here. Hey, Cutie is here. And this is episode 78. Yes. 78. (laughs) Woo-hoo. Yes, 78 episodes in. That's right. So, for those that are listening on the podcast, thank you so much. Um, For a recap or an introduction for our new viewers and or listeners, I am Geek Goddess, and this is Hey Cutie, and we are talking about all things relationships, love, dating, singleness, engagedness, all that, relationshipness. (laughs) Yes. If you would like to listen into our past episodes, you can find them on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spreaker, or our website at drinktoremarried.com. Yes. If you want to submit a question or a cocktail recipe, you can also email us at drinktoremarried at gmail.com. Yes. And speaking of drinks. Speaking of drinks. This week, we are drinking on something simple that I found while I was grocery shopping at Trader Joe's. Can I say simple but good? Yes. It's secco, but grapefruit secco. And it's garnished with dried sweetened orange slices. Look, I'm so... I have no home training. I'm drinking before we cheers. <laughs> cheers. cheers. <laughs> no home training. No sound on it either, but... So that is really, really good. Mm-hmm. I love grapefruit, so it's really, really good to me. I love grapefruits, too. I do. That's good. And I think it sweetens it up a little bit with those... Orange slices? Like slices dried orange slices? Yeah. yeah. This is a good one. So, hey, Cuta just informed me that we're only a few days away from daylight savings time. Already. Already. Where has the year gone? Now, I'm all for the extra hours of sunlight, but I'm not for losing my hour of sleep. I'm not yeah, here for that Yeah, I guess you do lose all. an hour of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it is what it is. There's no way around it. But this is a really good spring Drink it is like if you're having cocktails on the rooftop. Oh, or... and it, I named it Sweet Blush. I'm sorry, I didn't yes, give you the name Sweet of Blush. It. Yeah, um, Mother's Day is right around the corner. Buy you I a just, couple. Yeah. Look, buy you a couple bottles. Let me show you what it look like. Well, actually, if you pres- prescribe, subscribe, <laughs> I'm prescribing you a drink. <laughs> You'll get all the details if you subscribe <laughs> to our newsletter. Yes, subscribe to our newsletter. You can find it on our website, and we do send out a full video of instructions on how to make the recipes. And I try to keep it down to a minute, and I realize you can make a really good cocktail in under a minute. Yes, like one minute cocktails. (laughs) That might have to be our new thing. Yeah, Yeah. like one minute. (laughs) So as long as you got your ingredients and stuff, and you're keeping it simple, one minute cocktails. You can host a summer party, a spring, Easter. Do yes. people have Easter parties? Is that a thing? Or you probably shouldn't like be drinking on like a day where you're celebrating Jesus Christ. Um, I drink every Sunday. I celebrate okay. the Lord every Sunday. <laughs> I, I don't mean, know what y'all people do. Ooh, not y'all know. people. No, you didn't. Anyway, so let's let's jump into this hot topic. Yes. Yeah, so I think a couple weeks back, 
we mentioned something about this. So the topic for tonight is prisoner of love, dating behind bars. And I think it came up in one of our previous episodes, but we did say we were going to have it as a full-blown episode. And can I tell you how? After doing a little, like a smidge of research, there's so much. It's so much. This is a thing. It's so a thing. It is absolutely a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So my question for you, have you ever been like an inmate pen pal? (laughs) I was in like high school. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I was. That's even worse. How? I mean, they're my age. Oh, was it like juvenile detention? No, it was jail. But so, like okay, four, so it wasn't like, really my age. Um, it was like a little older. Like youth prisoners? Or these are grown men? Okay, so... This, okay, so <laughs> your mom is watching probably. I know. Like... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I'm getting comments already. <laughs> I can't. So felons do need love. Yes, okay, okay, do. okay. Yes. So... I'm going to give you guys some real honest truth here. Okay. One, I have also been an inmate. Pen pen pal. Pal. I was an adult, though. <laughs> oh. Let's make that very well, clear. I mean. I was not a teenager writing to, like, some 38-year-old claiming he, he was 22. He How did you know? Because, I mean, I live in Albany, and it's probably about this big. Probably oh, about so as big you as your Albany. the person. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew him. Oh, no, let's get all the way into it. So you knew him. Yeah. Were you guys like dating prior to him going to jail? And you were like, I'm going to hold you down. No. I'm going to be your papoose and you're my Remy Ma. And like, <laughs> I need deeds. No, <laughs> it was not that. I actually, it's funny because a friend of mine that I was in high school with knew him and introduced me to him. Via Yeah, so we were writing. So I was like, girl, I got the perfect guy for you. He just happened to be locked (laughs) up. You got a couple extra stamps? Yeah, he wasn't in long, though. But yeah. I don't remember how long, but yeah. Are you still friends with this girl? I think we're Facebook friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just wondering if you ever like reevaluated that friendship and what she probably like had for you in your life. Listen, like where she thought you were I going. I must say, we were all little hood rats. So, <laughs> you know, looking back on it, <laughs> oh, my mother is watching. Oh, wow. Wait. Hey, Somebody just mentioned, hey, Joe Randolph. Hey, prisoners what? have Facebook. Okay, so I think I kind of I kind of knew prisoners had Facebook, but I thought it wasn't them running it, like operating it. No, I, I guess I didn't think they were supposed to have it. <sighs> you know, so I thought it was like if you had, um, I don't know, if you got connections, because like some prisoners have like cell phones, but you know they're not supposed to have right, it. Right. So maybe they're like a kingpin inside of yes. the pin. Um, I'm like, wait, I'm still stuck on them having Facebook. But now you remember, so a couple of years ago, there were some prisoners in South Carolina who made a rap video and posted it to like YouTube. Yes, and they got in trouble for it. Yeah, that was terrible. But they had YouTube, so I imagine. But it, they had it illegally. I don't think they were yeah. supposed to have it. Yeah. Well, no, I think they got in trouble because they weren't supposed to have a cell phone they recorded themselves on. Yeah, I think that's what that they got uploaded in it. For. To YouTube. Which is like terrible. Like that's so wrong. Um, however, so prisoners needing love. <clears throat> Not only have I communicated with prisoners oh, yes, before. Oh, let's get all into you. Well, yes. How did that happen? 
You know, so I did know the guy prior to going, prior to him going to prison. I didn't know him. And we kind of like, I wouldn't say we dated. It was more of like, he was from where I was from. And when I would go back home, like on break while I was in school or whatever, you know, as a, you know, a college student, you always need somebody who's going to take you out to eat and, you know... A good meal, like Benny Hanna, <laughs> when you're in college, is like I can't afford Benny Hanna. You know what I mean? I can't afford <laughs> Benny Hanna now. I'm like, take me to Benny Hanna now, right? So, I knew he was involved in illegal activity, but yeah. he was really nice. He was always very, very nice to me. Always very respectful. <laughs> and so, um, our watchers, our viewers, are crazy. Look, Joe. and so when he happened to just have to face the consequences for his actions. Mm -hmm. You know, we kind of stayed in contact. So much so, he would have his friends, like, give me money when I would, like, come home. Yeah, like, he had, like, money stashed. Oh, of course they do. And I was like, you know, the least I could do is write you. It's the least I can do. I love it. You know, (laughs) like, I'm sure you're lonely in there. Um, And he eventually, I think he eventually got out or whatever, and it was just like, bro, like... Like, I really I have to disassociate it. myself right. from you and like I'm to get a degree here. 80% of my life in South Florida. <laughs> so <laughs> this isn't going to work. Like, don't tell anybody you know me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, but he was really, really nice, though. I mean, just one of those like unfortunate. No, nah, I hate to say unfortunate because he knew. He knew and the life the he was living. Dope boys. I mean, yeah. they're usually smart. Yeah. But not into academics. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're into that easy hustle. But I mean, when you look at, so when you watch movies like 13th and you get this Mm -hmm. realization of how large the prison population actually is, right? Mm -hmm. And knowing if one in in three black men Mm -hmm. will do time in jail, one in three. That's great. Like time, time or be arrested? I think it's be arrested, but either way, we right. already know how the judicial system works. Right. So getting arrested is like, you ain't just walking out same day. Yes. And so, one, I know the statistics, it's, it, it's, it's totally true, right? Mm-hmm. So when I look at the three men in my life, um, you know, my fiance, my brother, and my father. Huh, one in three. Yes. Wow. So my father has spent time in prison. Okay. So the subject is near and dear to my heart because my father met his wife while he was in prison. Well, they didn't meet but in prison, but they, they started, started dating. dating. Okay. Because I remember yeah. you telling me about this when we were talking about this topic. Okay. I think she on Facebook too. Hey. Hey. <laughs> so you brought up statistics and I was reading this article and it was called Love Behind Bars and it was written back May 2013. But one of the statistics... Sorry, y'all. She dropped. <laughs> One of the statistics, it basically said it was from 2010, which was the last year of the data when the article was published. Mm-hmm. But more than 2.2 million men and women crowded U.S. jails. So seven out of 1,000 were incar- uh, seven out of 1,000 people are, are incarcerated. incarcerated. Yes. That's Crazy. It is. One, I think the number is so astounding, but when you think about it from... That was what, seven years ago? Yeah. I can imagine what it is now. Probably double. Yeah. When you think about from a relational standpoint, though, either these individuals 
were in relationship prior to mm-hmm. going to prison. But going to prison and, you know, having to face your consequences and being rehabilitated doesn't mean you're void from wanting love. Right. And companionship. And Absolutely. Somebody to talk to. But what is the personality of an individual who would Want knowingly and willingly date that person? So, Do you think it's like desperation? Because I oh, think it gets like this cloak of like desperation. I would say partly desperation. Because let's, let's take a step back before we even get into that. Mm-hmm. They actually have dating websites. Oh, yes. They have quite a few. I mean, they've probably have more than we have for everything. Yes. Well, um, what is it? Meet an inmate. Meet an inmate dot com. Yes. Write a prisoner dot com. Prisoner, prison inmates, inmate passions. That was that was the one that got me. <laughs> inmate passions dot com. So yes. Well. So. I think it's cool, right? And the reason I think it's cool, because if if we have this tool like the internet, mm-hmm. it should at least be used to um, connect people, well, right? Yeah. I think yes. the best thing the internet has ever done is connect people who otherwise wouldn't be connected. It connects us across states, across Absolutely. countries. And yeah. so to be able to be connected to someone behind bars... Um, but again, this, they need love too. Yes, but what kills me though is that how you behind bars, but you still be cheating on women, like dating more, multiple women and things like that. So we found an article when you are starved for attention. When Ooh, you are starved for attention, like the man. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, so one, just because you're in prison doesn't turn you into a different person. Right? right, like the consequences of your actions are why you're in prison in the first place. So, if you were a guy who dated four or five women outside of prison, they all so, still coming to see. You. I mean, you all of a sudden faithful? <laughs> no. So, if you get day. a profile on you know prisonpassion.com, of course you're gonna like talk. To, it's manonmatch.com talking to multiple women. Oh, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I mean, like humans are humans. I don't care if you're in captivity, if you're in prison, or if you're yeah. free walking around. Like, but, and I guess he has more time to juggle. And you have way <laughs> more time. And you can be like whoever you want to be, right? So you don't have to deal with, um, like, think about it. if you're on Match.com and you're mm-hmm. dating like two or three different women. Like that just takes a lot of effort because they all want to see you and hang out right. with you and. You know, you can't be a multimillionaire and then show up in like a Honda Accord or something. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she's going to try and check you on that. But in prison, okay, Sally's going to come see me on Tuesday and I could be whoever I want to be, right? I could be, I don't know, a nerd on Tuesday. And then when Julie comes to see me on Thursday, I can be a thug. Like I can tell her I used to run like a whole like drug ring but or whatever. wouldn't their record be public? So I could go Google you and see what you're in jail for? I guess you could, but really, I don't think people do, though. I really don't. How are you just out here willy-nilly dating an inmate and don't even want to know what he in jail for? Well, I mean, I think we willy-nilly date men and we don't do background checks. And so... Who don't? I think a huge population of women, I would probably... I've never done a background check on a guy. Like an official? 
No, but my ear be to the street, and I be googling, and I be all up in your business. Oh, you best believe. I now mean, you know. Have I, I don't. Yes. I don't even know if I've done like a deep Google. I'm normally no. like looking on your LinkedIn and your Facebook. Girl, no. I'm on Google. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm on. So I'm finding you wherever you are. Yeah, but you wouldn't even do. Have you ever done like a paid, like real, like background uh-huh. well, it, check? Well. Like, I like to believe I'm I'm dating some upstanding gentleman. <laughs> we would all like to believe that, right? Well, I mean, if you in jail, we know you're not. He said he was in jail for a white collar crime, tax you're evasion. You're in jail. You still commit tax crime. evasion. You still you what? You thought you had to pay taxes? Yeah, I did. My accountant got me. I didn't even know. No. Next thing I know, I'm a million dollars behind. Wesley Snipes. You know. Next thing I know. I'm, you know, that, they wrote my name on those checks. I didn't sign those checks. Anyway, again, people lie. Yes, people do lie, but you're still in jail. That just means you got caught. Right. So that means you're not that smart. I'm saying <laughs> it is not unlikely that women aren't doing like oh, thorough yeah. research mm-hmm. on these guys. I mean, I go because here in like North Carolina, you can search the inmates. I do all that. Also, too, you have to keep in mind the way the judicial system works, too. So here's a great example, and I hate to use him as an example, but there is a man who is in prison, I think, for assault and maybe like kidnapping or like something super stupid like that. Mm -hmm. However, he's a murderer, but that's not what he end up going to prison for. (laughs) O.J. Simpson. (laughs) I don't believe O.J. did it. Okay, you can keep believing that foolishness, but he did it, right? So you don't, you know what I mean? O.J. Simpson is famous, so we know his whole backstory or whatever. But there are people who maybe they couldn't get them on the crime that they really wanted to get them for. There wasn't enough evidence or whatever. So you end up going to prison for like, like I don't know, assault. Yeah, like they can't get them on the murders and things like that or any huge drug you know, they can't get you on murders yeah. and things like that, but they'll get you on tax evasion. So when you meet a guy and he's like, oh, I'm in jail for money laundering, but come to find out he got like three or four bodies and, right. you know, all this other stuff. He doesn't have to tell you that because that's not what he went to prison for. So even but, if you look it up, you don't know. But he probably was arrested for those things and maybe not found guilty. Listen, again, there ain't I'm going to be no, no inmate. I'm not gonna do but it. But why? Inmates aren't bad people. I like to go on dates. <laughs> but he'll be out soon. So, so speaking of the article. Yes. <laughs> so there is an article. Um that was very So there's well a website that's kind of like Huffington Post, but for prisoners. It's called prison prisonwriters.com. Yes. You know, so if you ever just wanna, you know, get a look into the life of a prisoner, it's a great website for you to prove peruse on your free time um and a gentleman named matthew walker who's a contributing writer could be my family i'm not sure we kind of look alike too um (laughs) crazy he has a post called 12 tips to dating a prisoner now upon first look at this article i was like really because you need like tips but but matthew does a phenomenal job of breaking down what you need to know to if, really date a prisoner, right? Because this, this yeah. is like, and I honestly, know, dating somebody with a different religion. 
how I mean, to navigate this world. Yeah. And I didn't realize. So I, I clicked on it and I started reading. I saw the picture, but didn't really, you know, I was like, let me just read the article. Mm-hmm. And it's so well written. And I mean, so thorough. I got to the bottom. I was like, see, there's well, smart men everywhere. Okay. But we don't know Matthew's circumstances. Oh, no. so it oh does well, say but we that do. Matthew does. He is very forthcoming and says that, you know, he is serving 15 years in prison for criminal sexual misconduct. Which that can be a number of things. Yeah. I don't know what mm-hmm. happened. But Matthew is a phenomenal writer. He is. They're, these are real people in prison, right? And if you'd right? like to write Matthew, let us know. We can get you his address. We actually have. can. <laughs> I'm just saying. We know that the judicial system is. Oh, absolutely. Not fair. I'll just use that word. Yes. It's not fair. It's not just for everyone. So I think there's probably a huge population of people in prison who either made a bad decision, could be in the wrong place at the wrong time, could be wrongfully accused, Mm -hmm. right? But when you look at all that talent and just, um, you know, my daddy. Yeah. Look, my daddy is a great man. Phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. I look up to my daddy. I love my daddy to death. And you made a bad decision, right? Oh, and it happens. Absolutely. Made a bad decision. I'm all about rehabilitation. I am. And he living his life. And his yeah. wife is just as happy as she can be. Do you hear me? She yes. is so happy. And I just be like, I know you think he is like the best thing since so bread, but I've been dealing with him for a long time. Like, yeah, right. Wait, really? Now he just like, because of her. Girl. Like, stop sending me all these pictures of y'all. Like, y'all cute? So crazy. They are. They're she so happy, cute, though. They're so so cute. Oh but my that's goodness. the thing. So, I mean, they reconnected while he was away, right? Yes. So, the story is they actually went to high school together. Okay. Um, I think he was her first boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And when he graduated from high school, he went to the Navy. And then when he got out of the Navy, he went to Albany. Okay. To work for my grandfather. My grandfather's a, a businessman or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know because, you know, you get different pieces of the story. Mm-hmm. Now, my mother is from Albany. So he met my mother while he was in Albany. Okay. <laughs> I think he might have had his, you know, current wife on the back burner, like, girl, I'm going to come back for you. Oh, and then wow. didn't really come back. And then had met my mama and then had got married and had some kids and stuff. Uh, you know, I don't know. I get hey. different. I get a different version of the story from my mother. <laughs> a different one from your dad. Than what I get from my dad. <laughs> but, you know, my mom was married for a really long time. So fast forward. His current wife was also married too and had some kids okay. or whatever and then she would um she stayed in contact with my grandmother so she would like go and see my grandmother periodically okay. and i think that's how she found out that oh my dad is in prison yeah. and, and it was like what so i didn't know her but she came to my family reunion i thought she was like a cousin i really did he <laughs> did and slid her through i no, he wasn't there though. Oh. He was still in prison, and she oh. was there, and she on the t-shirts and everything. And I had planned the family reunion with my cousin, so like, oh. you know, we we're handing out t-shirts. And yeah, like, hey. and she just was like, "Hey, Keisha," and I'm like, "Hey, mm-hmm. 
I thought she was a cousin. I didn't know who she was. She knew you. And then like years later when he gets out and it's like, <laughs> that's my boo. Yeah. That's <laughs> weird. Like, were y'all seeing each other then? So you gotcha. just showing up to people family union? Like, she was his representative. Crazy. She's anyway. so sweet though. Well, that's good. But I mean, so we, you talk about, you asked before we kind of got into some other details about the article, what type of woman would, I would say, it's not sticking by someone you're with, but seek out a relationship with an mm. inmate. Someone you don't know. You're going to this website. What, what, you know, pushes you in that direction? So I would, I, I don't know because I don't identify with, like, if you didn't know this person before, mm-hmm. I don't identify with the kind of person who would seek out right. um, a person in prison. But Matthew does a really good job of kind of pointing out some of those personalities. And tips that you should look for or make sure are questions. And, you know, he gave us 12 tips. He does. So... He, his first tip is, you know, ask yourself why. And so mm-hmm. he kind of goes into those personalities like, are you not having luck in current society? Which, okay, we talked about um, green card love. Yes. I think Same that's consistent, thing. right? Mm-hmm. Like you're not having luck in your current environment. You have to try something different. Yeah. Mail order brides, I think it's kind of like the same situation. It is. It ain't working for you in your current environment. So go where you know there's a population of people who you have a captive audience. Probably lonely. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, does this situation more easily justify your desire to go slowly? You could really well, take the relationship as slow you as get your you good want ninety to. days in. You could get nine <laughs> years in. I know. If you're like, I don't know if I want to be serious right now. Let me take some time and get to know somebody. Right. And you meet a guy and he's like, well, I got two more years left. Which Matthew actually said you should meet someone, not someone that's about to get out, but at least, what did he say? Minimum of three months. So you have that opportunity to kind of get to know them and see if you want to, if there's a foundation that can be laid there for that relationship. I like it. I do. Mm -hmm. Are there restrictions on your time, energy, emotions, and other areas of your life limiting your desirability in normal dating situations? So the article I read, um, The Love Behind Bars, that was specifically what the young lady said. She was like, he um, gave her strength and confidence and stability. Mm -hmm. And it helped her, uh, what? redefine her life almost like get back she was just out of college this was someone she went to school with like high school with and he was always in trouble Mm -hmm. so you know she actually graduated from georgetown came back home and was working at subway like just had no real direction or was i was like really right okay so (laughs) you know she used it and then she didn't want to be bothered she didn't have to you know what I mean? It's just don't pick up the call. Don't read the letter this week or, you know. So you kind of have more control over the relationship as well. I think, you know, it can it can liken itself to like a long distance relationship. And that's what she said. They ended, I think it lasted a year. They ended up growing apart and she compared it to a long distance relationship. You can absolutely. I mean, 
you can see each other when you go visit. When mm-hmm. you go visit or whatever. So you it's not like you don't get that you contact. Want. You can write. Yeah, you can talk call. on the phone. That mm-hmm. probably gets a little expensive. Yes. But um, it is, even if you don't have that person's undevoted attention, it can feel like it. Right. Because the only way you would know that you don't is if you're checking his visitor's log or he yeah. tells you, which I would prefer you to be upfront with me. I yeah. Mean. And say, <laughs> I have, well, now if you're looking for something serious, I would say if you're checking his visitor logs. Well, you can get it from him. Like the Matthew said to ask him for, like ask the inmate for it. What about somebody that's like, so the minimum of three months, how do you, so let's say you meet somebody that's on like work release. So I know someone who met her husband as he was in like a work release program, like he could um, go out and work during the day, I think probably like a group or whatever, and then had to go back home. Mm Mm-hmm. Can I say home? That's terrible. Go back to prison. Oh, well, some of them do work release while they're out. They may have like a, what is it called? Like almost like a shelter they go through. Like a halfway house? Yeah, halfway house. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he might have been in that. I think he was going back to prison, though. I don't know. (laughs) Messy. I'm not sure. (laughs) But they started dating. Mm -hmm. Um, but he was kind of like on his way out of prison. But by the time he got out, you know, they were like head over heels and they ended up getting married. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, the writing was on the wall. She had bought her own rings. But you, but that's neither here nor there. So my question is... <laughs> my, <don't> <laughs> my question is... Yes. How, if he's about to get out, how do you kind of... Um, Keep it slow, if you will. Like, well, one, you're not coming to live with me. Like, where are you going? But when he you need get an out? address, though, and see, you don't want him to go see, back into like. Where's your family, sir? Have you seen Imperial Dreams no. on Netflix? No, you should see it. <laughs> what is it about? <laughs> you should totally see it. It is. I mean, it's the saddest movie ever, but every movie is like sad. Since I was like crying, like oh, I was crying so terribly, I had to turn it off. What? It's about this guy named Bambi who's fresh out of prison and he has a son and he's like this really great writer. So he's trying to write this book and get it published and he's Mm -hmm. trying to take care of his son. But his son is living with his uncle who's a drug dealer. His mom is staying there too. I figure out later on that the uncle is not his mom's brother. It's his dad's brother. Okay. The mom is strung out on drugs. Um, he has a brother who is trying to go to Howard, I think, has like a partial scholarship or whatever. So trying to get some money to go to school. Can't stay with the brother because the brother stayed with the granddad and the granddaddy is on like Section 8 or something. And he's like, you know, you're a felon. You can't stay here. Right. Oh, oh right. All right. Mess up the good So benefits. you can't go stay with the granddaddy and the brother. Your address that you got listed is the uncle house who's a drug dealer who's like, if you don't run these drugs for me, you can't stay here. Oh, wow. Right? Your mama is a crackhead who's also living with the uncle, though. So he literally takes the baby and they sleep in the car. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, spoiler alert, DSS (laughs) ends up like taking the baby from him, which is like, oh, my God. I mean, he loves this little boy, like holds his hand like the the whole. When he was in jail. Mama in jail. Baby mama's in jail. Lord. So who had the baby? 
The uncle. Oh. Drug okay. dealer. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, running drugs. <laughs> yeah. Lord. So, if you had met this guy, mm-hmm. I mean, heart. Just, How long do we, I mean. I don't know. If you met him, like, 30 days before he got no. out. Two months First before all, he got out. I'm and then he gets out and he's a great guy. not in jail. You, would, you, you wouldn't can't let him live, live here. Oh. No. I probably would have, though. You might not I felt even know like where so I live 30 days. I probably days. would. He'd probably be at my house. I, that's <laughs> terrible. I hate to say that out loud. I probably would, though. You would. He just seemed like such a great guy. You have a daughter. If I didn't have her. Right. Because Jen, you're a prisoner. You can't stay here, but like. <laughs> <laughs> you can stay in my um in my shed. You know what I mean? Like, I probably would have been paying his rent, though. Lord. I probably would have been. I can't say that I wouldn't. That, I will admit I am probably one of those women who would be like, oh, my God, he just trying, girl. He, trying he got so much potential. I can afford an extra, like, $500 a month to get him an efficiency. With the baby, he was, like, holding the baby hand uh, and stuff. It so was, they go with the baby. I probably would have been paying his rent. Totally. Yeah, that would have been me. I probably would have bought my own ring and everything. The baby <laughs> might be able to stay here, but, but you can't. Look <laughs> but this is how women get like caught i hate to call it caught a up. trap as if because i don't think all of these men are intentionally trying to trap women mm-hmm. right but i do think you see someone and you know the system is not designed for them to actually be rehabilitated you right. know that. oh absolutely so but you know they have to want to do it themselves for one and it's like Again, um, one of our viewers said it really depends on what they were in jail for. And like Matthew said, that wrote the article, what type, that's why you need the time to get to know this person Mm -hmm. while they're in, because what are you doing in jail? Are you playing cards all day or are you taking part in classes? You know, trying to better yourself. What are you doing? Because whatever you're doing in there with all that free time is what you're going to do when you come out. I'm going to read something from Matthew's article. Okay. So the third tip is find out what they're convicted of. Mm -hmm. Ask them what they actually did. This doesn't mean they're likely to do that crime again. What it does mean is that it's part of their history. It tells you in part what to be mindful of. So if they were in for a a DWI and their first day out, they want to go drinking. That's (laughs) probably. You bet. The light bulb better pop. Ask not only about their conviction, but about the circumstances that led up to their choice. Right. Absolutely. I think that's the most powerful sentence. It's not just the conviction. What was going on in your life Mm -hmm. that caused you to do this particular thing? Why why did you resort to that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think you can be... You can be blindsided by somebody's or you can you can, you know, have the blinders over your eyes about somebody's story. Somebody always can like, I oh, mean, you know, even if women do it every day with men that aren't in jail. True. Yeah. You hear what you want to hear and you, you know, so. And you only get one side of the story. Right. Yeah. So if you're dating someone who is in prison, even if you're dating somebody that ain't in prison, you still only get one side of the story. Right. I mean. Until you start meeting their family and their friends and really seeing who they're around and what they're doing when they're not with you. And that still doesn't tell you that much because just because they brother crazy, you know, doesn't mean. Yeah. 
he's crazy or whatever, but... What do you think about guards that date prisoners? I think that is um, a mess. Really? <laughs> I couldn't think of the word. Because I feel like you have a power over this person, mm-hmm. which if that's what you're looking for, that means you want to always have, not always, but you like a relationship where you have the power over that person. Do you think that power really exists with female guards and male prisoners? I do. Because again, I have freedom. I leave here every day after my shift is over. So I can tell you, you know, you need to do this to or for me or I'm not bringing you cigarettes, or I'm not bringing you... You know what I mean? It's that... Oh, you, I always thought it was the other way around. Like, well, so one, I watch a lot of TV, and it's always like... Well, I'm talking like, about female guards with men inmates. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So you have these male inmates who have power oh, and position inside, but they also have it on the outside. outside. So it's well, like... That too. Yeah. You're not absolved from me figuring out where you live at and who's right. in your family or whatever. So you are going to do this thing for me. Mm-hmm. And again, I know a female guard who married you know a male everybody. prison. I am from you know South everybody. Florida. Actually, you told me that story too. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. I hate make this stuff up. <laughs> like... But so they dated in, you know, while she was a guard. Mm-hmm. I think they ended up like getting in trouble or something. So they, so maybe so she, she had to like job. quit her job okay. or whatever. But he ended up getting out. And he had been um, a pretty well to do um, street pharmacist. Yes. He was in pharmaceuticals. He was in pharmaceutical sales. <laughs> um, and. When he got out, he took care of her. Like, they living good. They live very good. I mean, I think he's legit now. Like, I don't think he does that anymore. Right. But I would say her life is probably way better than it was. I think they have kids and everything. Like, oh, wow. I mean, it. I think it, like you said, it's the individual. And he's good so, looking, too, so I can see. Oh. I, I mean, I could kind of, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to generalize, you know, everyone that's in jail, but. Just like the men that and women that aren't in jail, it's a case by case situation. You know what I mean? Like there are good people in jail, just like there are bad people that aren't in jail. I agree. So I think it's a viable dating option to all of my single women out there and single men. I think it's a viable dating option. I think. Just like the same time and effort and energy you have to put into making sure you you know the person that you met at Harris Cedar or right. Publix, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know that guy. You don't know his background. No. You don't know anything about him. So the time that you should take to get to know him and feel comfortable with him, I think you have to use that same thought process if you're Dating. going to date yeah. someone in prison. Um and be mindful of what he's talking about. I mean, just is he reading what's going on in the world? Because you yeah. always hear about these like guys that have been in jail for, what, 10, 15 years, and they come out like time has not moved. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that seems crazy to me, especially you know with one of our listeners saying they have Facebook, so we know they have internet right. access. And quite honestly... I think that has a lot to do with that person's personality and not yes. access, right? Yes. Because my daddy used to send me stuff that I didn't even know what's going on. Wow. Yeah. 
Like, I remember him, like, writing me and sending me, like, um, it was like a clip from a newspaper mm-hmm. of, at the time, the CEO of, like, Sam's Club was, like, a okay. black woman. And he was like, you need to look her up. You need to be working for her. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes, sir. Like, what do you, what do you yes. say? No, I mean, right. Daddy, I have a job. Right. But she does seem really cool, though. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But just, like... He knows what's going mm-hmm. on. He's fully aware. He know what the market was doing at all times. He know what was going but, on with his money. Yeah, like, but that goes didn't skip to a say, beat. you know, what he, the type of person he was when he was out, you know, that shouldn't yeah. change. So, again, what was this person doing before they went to jail? And True. what are they doing while they're in jail? Because it may give you a glimpse of what they're going to do when they get out. I think that's true. I think one thing that Matthew points out in the article, which makes me think about why this could be a really good thing for society. Where what? is this? Um... The dating? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. She might be hooking people up. Um, I am. Look. <laughs> She's trying to get Matthew hooked. <laughs> and I quote, Matthew says, people who have more support and connections tend to do better mm-hmm. upon release giving you and your relationship one less struggle to manage, right? So right. he was talking about getting to know the family their family and if they and have their family. family situation. But yeah. think about that from a relation standpoint. If more men and women in prison had someone to, someone waiting on them when they got out, mm-hmm. someone who cared for them and was willing to sacrifice, support, whatever, invest in them, I think you would have a lot. I think the recidivism would be a lot lower because it's difficult. So, you know, it's difficult to come out of you and have nobody but your your old situation. And now that you want to do better, but then this person is like, oh, I mean, it was all fun and games and kiki and we was writing and stuff. But now you out. Mm-mm, you're in prison. You can't stay here. Mm-hmm. I can't right. help. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like this is still a human being. So I think if you had more relationships, more stable relationships for prisoners when they got out, mm-hmm. I think you wouldn't have a better situation. Mm-hmm. Someone who could, you know, someone who can say you, you can stay here for six weeks. I'll use my connections to help you find a job. Right. I'll use my connections to help you navigate getting an apartment and social services. And mm-hmm. and just, I mean, you get out of prison, you might not have any money, right? So you got to get right. a driver's license. You got to get all this stuff. Who who going to pay for that? And it ain't like crazy money, but when you have zero money. Right. And zero money coming in. Yeah. Yeah. And then someone's like, you know, your parole officer or probation officer is like, you got to have a job. Immediately. Do they the help them wife? find jobs? Do they help non-prisoners find jobs? <laughs> there are programs. Lies. Okay. <laughs> All that stuff's crap. So, you know what I mean? Just thinking about that. If we were more open to the prison population, as open as we are to strangers. There are women and men who meet strangers and will do more for them because we assume good. Mm-hmm. Right. And with an inmate, you assume bad, basically. Yeah. I'm for it. Dating behind bars. Boom. 
Boom. That's for my sister. <laughs> I'm for it. Why not? You got plenty of time to figure out who they are. Right. You got plenty of time. Well, in most cases, in some cases. But either way, you just have to find take somebody the time. with time. Hey, I mean, I'm sure, you know, we should have pulled up one of these sites. Let me tell you here's a story for you. As I was doing random research with the boo, I don't even know how we got on this, but I think. So we were looking up all of like the Oscar winners and famous actors and actresses that went to Yale. Okay. Because this is what we do in our spare time. Um, because <laughs> Angela Bassett went to Yale. Oh, really? And, and, I didn't know yeah, that. and she's from St. Pete. And so Lucius feels like she's the most same, famous person from St. Pete. And I kind of do too. Okay. Um, but do you remember? The move, the TV show, um, The Rock. Yes. With Charles that. Dutton. Yeah. He, wasn't Charles Dutton? Charles Dutton was a prisoner. Yeah. He had been in, he was on his second prison term. Wow. Right? And so what happened was he was on his second that. prison term. He was like in his early 20s mm-hmm. on his second, second prison term, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had got put in solitary confinement for whatever, whatever he did. He got put in solitary confinement and got to take one book with him. And by mistake, took a book about um, black playwrights. Oh, wow. By mistake. Mm-hmm. But So now you're in solitary confinement. Right. And read the book and absolutely loved it or whatever. And asked the warden, once he got out of solitary confinement, mm-hmm. if he could start a drama club for the oh, prisoners. Wow. Uh-huh. Um, and the warden said, I will only allow you to do this if you get your GED. If you go back to school and get your GEDs, you know, so while you're in prison, start going to school. So he agreed. Drama club was a hit. Mm-hmm. Ended up getting his GED and I think an associate's degree while he was in prison. Got okay. out and went to a university and got a bachelor's degree and then went to Yale. Oh, right okay. So did he go to Yale? Okay. And he went to Yale. Wow. To that's get awesome. a, like a master's in fine arts and drama or whatever. Mm-hmm. Rehabilitation. Rehabilitation. But he wanted it for himself. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm saying I think there are those personalities. And that's Charles Dutton, right? Yeah. Yeah, Charles Dutton. Mm-hmm. From The Rock. And I, I love that, that show. I it was did too. so good. That was a good show. But just thinking about these people exist, they just need someone to support them. Mm-hmm. That's all. A little support. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> a little support. You never know. A little support to go a long way. It does. But it's also, again, I mean, it doesn't have to be me, the woman supporting them because you need to understand their family background. So if their family won't support them. I don't always think that's a good determining factor. Though. Some not, but it plays trash. a part. But it, well, I guess what I'm saying is what did you do to your family? Do you know what I'm saying? What they did to me. <laughs> we ain't talking about you. I'm just saying, some people's <laughs> families are trash, though. Yeah. And if you use that as a determining factor, not then you might like... a determining factor, but dude, you have no one that was not involved with however you got into the situation. Do you know what I'm saying? A dude in jail for, what, 10 years. You about to come out, so you had no one for until you met me? What if you have purposely distanced yourself from your family because they're not oh, good for but you? I would know that. And that, I understand that. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? But I'm saying if it's the reverse, where you robbing and stealing from your family, things like that. They could have been, they could have been though. 
Like, they could have been robbing and stealing before they went into prison. And then mm-hmm. 10 years later is a long time. I probably was well, a hellion on wheel when, when I was you, high school. Like, yeah, right? but I doubt you're in there for 10 years for just robbing and stealing. No, I'm saying if you were robbing and stealing from your family yeah. and then you did something else. To go know, to jail. And now you're in jail. And then it's like 10 years later, you've those bridges were burnt probably before you even went in prison. And now you're in prison, and it's like, I don't talk to them, and they don't talk to me. Yeah. Again. Family ain't always trying to. Do your research. And that's with any dating. Open yourself up. This is the year of just, like, jumping out there. This is (laughs) you year. Happy you year. So. Try something different. (laughs) Go on, like, prisonpassion.com. Prison. Passion.com. Let me give you the other ones. Writeaprisoner.com. Write an inmate today. <laughs> That's not a website. Meetaninmate.com. But there are sites. People need support. Here's the thing. And I ain't gonna I ain't gonna harp on like she Christianity harping. or whatever. Oh, but was. like people go on like mission trips to other countries because you're trying to save folks, but you gonna write a letter to somebody in prison who probably needs like support and love and compassion mm-hmm. and like just but like just a, because you're writing you can someone do doesn't it. mean you have to be in a relationship. Yeah, you don't have to be in a relationship. Them. I'm just saying. It's people yeah. out here that probably could appreciate a letter. hmm I like a good handwritten letter. It means a lot. Goes a long way. Write a prisoner a card. You know, just a happy Valentine's Day. I don't know if you got somebody that love you in your life, but happy Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Prisoners need love too. <laughs> yes, they do. Any closing remarks? <laughs> or was that your prisonpassion dot com? <laughs> For I all bet your it's dating a lot needs. of fine specimens. Listen, listen. I bet. That inmate, that the picture went viral. Great Girl, example. He out here modeling, like in real, like New York fashion. Sh- yes, fashion week. He is out here making money. Married, two kids. Um, sh- she was with him before, but still, they popping. Y'all want to know where all the fine men at? Let me <laughs> stop. Let me stop. <laughs> And you can't be like, oh, I'm so upset about this prison industrial complex and justice system is wrong. And then be like, I ain't talking to no prison. Right. Yeah, that's very true. That's kind of not fair. They're human beings, too, and they need love. And if you're not having success out here in your everyday life, finding someone, there's a whole population of people who probably could really appreciate your love and attention and support. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Don't be above it. We all need love. We so, all need love, yes. That wraps up well, another no. episode. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, no. We didn't oh. give our shout outs to oh, our yeah. viewers. We had a few people chiming in today, and we love that you join and you add your comments. Oh, that's so thank a good you. question. Can you really get to know someone via letters and occasional visits? Yeah, that's what people were doing before the telephone. (laughs) And I mean, I think that's... Before the internet? A long-distance relationship. That's kind of how it works, too. Weren't people, like, writing letters from Europe and stuff? And like, we have a ton of comments. My love went away for (laughs) six years, and then we... Yes, I absolutely think you can get to know someone via letters and occasional visits. So... Long-distance relationships. (laughs) Want to give a shout-out to Joel Randolph for joining. Hey! Teresa Stratton-McKenzie, my mama. Hey, mama. 
Jess Marie. Hey, Jess. Hey, sis. Tracy. Ma said OJ did it because he did. Listen, Ma, tell your daughter. No. Like, he was acquitted. Please watch the series. (laughs) I have to. I tried to the other night. Uh, Sabrina, my sister, boom. Hey, sis. (laughs) Oh, is sis single? Yes. Well, she says, sign me up. She has commitment issues. Really? Prisonpassion.com. I bet they find sis. (laughs) Daryl John. Hey, and no, Angela Bassett did not go to jail. We were talking about Charles. Dunn. Oh, no. <laughs> Clarify that. Sorry. No, I was saying Angela Bassett was from St. Pete. Yes. I mean, she Yale. Also, she went to Yale. Yale, <laughs> Yale. Yale University, not jail. not jail. And so we were talking about Charles Dutton, who also went to jail, and then he Yale. went to Yale. Yes. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I love Angela. Please don't have her on this podcast, like, cussing me out. I know. I love, but like we would love to get the exposure. So, <laughs> that'd be dope. I know, right? It's like all press is good press. Yes. And V Brown, <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. I love you all for joining. Daryl, don't play on the prisonpassion.com. <laughs> don't play on it. Yes. Don't play. Listen. Um. And we know. So most employers won't hire individuals with a record, but I think it all depends on what type of record and what you, you know. Well, so you know in North Carolina, there's this movement of like banning the box because it is an issue. Let me share with you a tidbit. Uh-huh. So when my father got out of prison, he worked for the city of, um, he worked for like Orange County, okay, Chapel Hill, um, mm-hmm. whatever. Worked there for a while. Him and his wife decided to take a better opportunity. Like her job mm-hmm. um, moved her to Oregon. So they oh, live wow. in Oregon now. Okay. Um, and so he applied for a job with the IRS and disclosed that he was a felon. But because, so they hired him. He worked there mm-hmm. for a little bit. Then they did, like, you know, he knew they were yeah. going to do the full background shot, but because he didn't tell them exactly what he went to prison for, they fired him. Are you serious? Oh, but yeah. was there a space for them for him to give them that information? Yes. Okay. But he said that, and not making an excuse, and so this really, like, gets you into the mind of this person. He said, well... I felt like I knew I had to tell them, but I didn't know I needed to go in that much detail. And then I didn't want them to discriminate against me because of it. Right. And then it's almost like a double-edged sword anyway. Yeah, which is terrible. I mean, I feel like any company would be privileged. Like, like, Mm -hmm. he my daddy, so I'm like hype him up anyway. But it is (laughs) super smart, though. He's very, very intelligent and super tech. Like, super tech. So it's like... Oh, wow. Daryl said he led that protest up. He's in upstate New York. Uh, Yes. Mm -hmm. Because it's not necessary, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're not going to, if you say, oh, well, just let us know, but we ain't going to discriminate. Right. It's kind of like saying we're going to discriminate, which is why we want to know. Right. Well, that's just like when they ask you to check your ethnicity. Mm Mm-hmm. And they try to use it to their advantage. Oh, we have so many people of color. You know? Oh, yeah. Come on now. So I say that to say um, I can't disclose on the podcast how my daddy got his first job at the city. But he knew somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody. Because they probably <laughs> wouldn't have hired him either. Right. right? 
And I think it's terrible. So you want this person to become a productive member of society in which having a job would allow them to be taxed. (laughs) Right. Would allow them to pay back all the money that we spent to imprison them. Right. That's just too much like, right? Exactly. And why would we want to do that? Mm. So I think having a support system, I will say, I truly believe... If my daddy didn't have his current wife, it would have been mm-hmm. a lot more difficult for him because no one was in, like, my immediate right, no family didn't there. live in Florida at the time. Mm-hmm. And so he would have had to, like, you yeah, know. They have to stay local, right, to that area. Yeah, unless they have, like, if you have a job lined up for you, you can go. Okay. Right? So that's he had a job lined up for him. Somewhere else. So okay. it's like, okay, well, now I can go. And then they make it so you have to, like, like in order for him to get his license back, he had to, like, be there for a year and take all these mm. classes and stuff. And so for him, it was like, well, I don't really need him. Right. So I'll just go. I don't want to. I have something better for me somewhere else. Somewhere else, So yeah. I don't need him. Okay. But having, that's what I'm saying, a support system. Yeah. I think it's necessary. So I'm saying if you're already single, right, and you looking and you've been like scraping the bottom of the barrel and you like, oh my God, I can't <gasps> find a man and ain't no men in this city. Just outside of town is probably. Right inside Charlotte, right down there at 4th Street Mansion. <laughs> no, you don't want to go like local jail. Oh, I, don't you know. Wanna, I think you probably want to go prison. <laughs> no. I, d- I don't. No. And thank God. If anyone out there who is listening to this podcast or watching this Facebook Live has experience with dating an inmate. And if you want to be anonymous, that's cool. Send us an email to drinktowaremarried.com. Or if you don't mind not being, you know, putting your name out there, leave a comment because we do go back through. And we're not judgmental. I'm not. Look, listen. I drink. I don't have to live your life. (laughs) I'm just telling you what I'm going to do and not going to do. I normally promote the crazy stuff. What I'm going to do is finish this drink, right? So, (laughs) till the next time. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. So much for watching and listening. Cheers. Cheers.